0: We're gonna be Johnny on the spot right now as we go down to Manhattan and Fifth Avenue, 556 Fifth Avenue to be exact, where Curtis Lewa earlier on Sunday, uh, October the 10th in New York City, was there at 11 a.m. to drop off a letter of condolence, express his, uh, his, his apology, he says, and that of the entire Guardian Angels, and as a New Yorker and also as a candidate promise that this has to end that regardless of whatever happens uh, these senseless crimes versus people who are just doing some business in, in the city needs to stop and it is something that is well received and well echoed by many people throughout the city. New Yorkers are saddened by the death of a New Jersey nurse who came to visit. Here's Curtis Lewa's press conference
1: from earlier today. With the Filipino guardian angels from Woodside, Queens, we also have Filipino guardian angels in the Philippines itself. And we're extending the letter of condolence on behalf of we here in New York City, but once again, a tragic death. It need not have occurred. This time, to a Filipino who had come all the way to America, working in our hospital systems, especially through the time of COVID, lives and resides in Bayonne, and was coming to the consulate here to do some paperwork with a friend, Marie Ambrosio. She uh, was walking about Times Square with her friend And an individual known as Jermaine Foster, homeless, emotionally disturbed, who just within 24 hours had done a home invasion into an apartment in that Midtown section, which is deluged with crime being committed by homeless and emotionally disturbed persons. Luckily, his psychotic disorder did not involve an attack on the female occupant He was raving and ranting on the couch, suggesting all kinds of scenarios, and eventually he left before the police arrived. In the commission of an attempt at stealing a cell phone, he then ended up trampling to death Maria Ambrosio, who unfortunately had the life support system uh, withdrawn from her and she is now in the hereafter. It's another tragic death, tragic injury that has occurred in the gateway to the world Times Square. I have not heard nor seen a response from Mayor de Blasio or anyone representing the city government. So I felt it was incumbent that we share with the Philippines are deep and sincere. Anger, but also sorrow for her death. Another blight on New York City. Again, this did not have to occur. As family members had said in the aftermath of the decision to pull the life support system that was barely keeping her alive from her injuries, they said this did not have to occur. This individual Jermaine Foster, see it severely emotionally disturbed. Why was he out on the streets? Why was he not receiving medical care? Now, remember, this is coming from the mouths of the victim's family and friends. They are saying to all of us, as we have said over and over again, as I have said in this campaign, why do we have emotionally disturbed persons roaming the streets, the subways, the parks? We cannot blame these men and women for their transgressions. We know that they have psychotic disorders. We know that they need mental health care. We know that through medicine, they can be stabilized and normalized. And yet, at the very time of the lockdown and the pandemic, the state hospitals, the municipal hospitals, and yes, the private hospitals, in order to get the beds that were desperately needed, and we all understand that, we were overwhelmed by COVID-19 they began releasing the psychiatric patients. Never to go back and reclaim them. So the dozens and dozens of men and women who were housed in mental health hospitals at that time, receiving their daily dosage of medicine, were now released into our streets, our subways, our parks, and they have been a danger to themselves and everyone else since. So this one is another one that Mayor Bill de Blasio must take responsibility for because he already spent one and a quarter billion dollars on a program called Pride that was supposed to deal with the emotionally disturbed with those who had severe mental health issues. One and a quarter billion dollars over five years. Its executive director, through nepotism, his own wife, who has failed time and time again to be able to explain where that money has gone and how it has helped these lost souls, this population of the needy, the emotionally disturbed persons. So I stand here with a personal apology on behalf of the citizens of New York City. I'm taking that upon myself as the guardian angel, founder and director, and also mayoral candidate, that we share in their grief, we share in their continued befuddlement over how this can exist in the epicenter of freedom throughout the world that so many Filipinos and others are striving to come to. And yet, it seems day in and day out, common sense does not prevail. I salute the family members of Maria Ambrosio, who did not seek vengeance on Germaine Foster, but clearly indicated that they could not understand why this man roaming the streets, how he is allowed to exist outside of the health care network of a mental health care hospital receiving his daily dose of medicine. And this is a warning to the future resurrection of New York City, because we have not resurrected. If we are not able to get control of this ongoing problem, we saw recently in the subway system a woman with a long history. Of mental health problems. Her own family pleading, saying this woman needs to be in a mental health care facility. She needs her daily dose of medication. No response from the city, from de Blasio, or from City Council. They could easily force this situation to take place. In the course of this campaign, since March when I made this a priority issue, handling the emotionally disturbed, getting them into mental health care facilities, getting them their daily dose of medicine to normalize them. I have been confronted by individuals who have called themselves civil libertarians, and they've told me point blank, from the comfort of their own homes, in their own neighborhoods that are mostly safe and secure, in a city that is out of control, that it is the right of these emotionally disturbed, lost souls to be able to be outside, a mental health care facility. I would suggest, once again, we implement what was a very successful program before Bill de Blasio discontinued it. When the emotionally disturbed are taking in for a psych evaluation, as they continue to be, if you can get two separate psychiatrists to be in agreement that this person needs to be observed for a period of 90 days, where they'll get good food, change of clothes, change of environment, some normalcy to an erratic uh, behavioral lifestyle that they've had to live in the streets, subways, and parks, within 90 days you can reassess that evaluation. And if in that time they haven't been able to normalize, they haven't been able to become functional, they're still considered a danger to themselves and everyone else that they be committed to the state facilities, of which there are many. As an example, You have Kirby Psychiatric right on Randall's Island. On any given day when you're traveling on the Triborough Bridge, you can see at night that most, most of the levels of Kirby Psychiatric are empty. They're not being used. That's a state mental health care facility for those who have psychiatric disorders, who have been arrested. Then you have Creedmoor in North Queens. Likewise, so much of the space in that state facility is empty. Why are we not transferring these men and women into these empty state mental health care facilities for those with psychotic disorders. Likewise, they can be applied to Rikers Island where correctional officer after correctional officer would say things would get so much better if we could take the inmates who have psychotic disorders, who are emotionally disturbed, and transfer them to facilities that know how to deal with these men and women. Again, You have to be compassionate to take this point of view. You have to think about the emotionally disturbed. The family and friends of Maria Ambrosio deserve credit. They don't want an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, even though Jermaine Foster has now been captured and processed in arrest. They just want normalcy to return to the streets of New York City and common sense and I align myself with them and so many others who are saying Thrive has failed us, de Blasio will be done with it, and I commit to all of the citizens, whether they're living here, whether they have family members and friends from foreign countries, or they intend on visiting here within the states or from foreign countries. And on day one, as mayor, I am dealing with this emotionally disturbed person issue first and foremost for the benefit of the emotionally stirred first, and then for the benefit of the rest of us who are constantly under threat because of their erratic, psychotic disorders that can be triggered at a moment's notice. So we'll be delivering this. I want to applaud the Filipino contingent of the Guardian Angels who are local. They patrol the streets of Woodside, Queens, which is a large Filipino-American community. They've always believed in law and order, as I experience when we set up a chapter in the Philippines long ago, which is still active and dealing with the problems in that country. Any questions? What I
0: came with? What is this again?
1: This is a letter. Yeah. To the consul general here in the consulate of the nation of Philippines. A personal apology from me, first as founder and director of the Guardian Angels, also representing our Filipino-American Guardian Angels and our Guardian Angels in the Philippines itself, for what happened to Maria Ambrosio, along with obviously all the other victims of crime, especially in the Times Square area, whether they were injured or killed, and promising him as the mayoral candidate when elected, I will make sure this doesn't happen to anybody because the emotionally disturbed persons are lost souls. The family did not blame Jermaine Foster. They asked a the question that so many of us ask why are these emotionally disturbed persons allowed to roam the streets, the subways, and the parks a danger to themselves and everyone else? Common sense says time and time again remove them off the streets, put them in a mental health care facility, provide them with medication that can normalize them and put them under psychiatric observation. The law allows you to do that for 90 days if you get two consenting psychiatrists. And we're not availing ourselves of that. That would be first and foremost the priority of the Curtis Lee mayoral administration. So it's an apology, but also a statement of what should be done and what will be done when I'm mayor of the city of New York. Any other questions?
0: You once mentioned uh, that with Filipino nurses that took care of you after you got shot. Could you uh, talk about that a bit?
1: Oh, sure. Uh, I think as many of the voters know, that Curtis Slewa has been on a treadmill going in and out of municipal hospitals, private health uh, care hospitals here in New York City, especially in June 19th of 1992, when I was shot with five hollow-point bullets on the orders of John Gotti Sr., to John Gotti Jr., and the Gambino crime family. The shooter, his name is Michael Leonardo. When I was uh, transported to Bellevue, Dr. Pachter and his emergency team uh, worked on me. I ended up in ICU on a ventilator and then had a long road to recovery. And throughout almost all of that time, the predominant number of nurses that were assigned to my care, and as I saw when eventually walking the floors as part of my rehab uh, of many patients in Bellevue were Filipino nurses who had either become Americans, Uh, who either had green cards uh, work papers uh, and were coming from the Philippines to deal with our crisis which is always we don't have enough care for nurses who are trained in the areas that I was intensive care and obviously uh, trauma and so I am beholden to them I had stage four prostate cancer I was at Cornell Medical Uh, again I was tended to by Filipino nurses most of whom were on loan from the Philippines, meaning they had green cards or work papers because of their expertise. Uh, and then eventually, when I had uh, colitis, ileitis, and Crohn's disease, chronic Crohn's disease, which I still have, an abundant number of Filipino nurses that were tending to my needs on a 24-hour basis. We are at a crisis. People are telling us that in our healthcare system because we don't have enough properly trained nurses. And. If not for the presence of all the Filipino nurses, whether they become Americans, or they're here on Greek cards or work visitation rights, our healthcare system would be mired, mired, in a tremendous backlog of being able to provide healthcare. This is what Filipino nurses are known for. They're considered the best in the world. And oftentimes, there are countries that do outreach to the Philippines to see if they can import some for their very own healthcare needs. For well, me personally, the Filipino n- nurses oftentimes knew more about my conditions and my medications and the doctors who were doing uh, hourly or daily visits uh, at my bedside.
0: Uh, can we hear from Bruce? Uh, Bruce, you're the head of the combat team in Queens. Do you have anything that you'd like to add as a Filipino American?
2: Well, um, I grew up here and I just want, Crime against Asians to stop. Basically, it's tired. When, when, when Rob, Curtis Lee, tells me, Bruce? Are you going out? Yes, I'm going out, day in and day out. But the crime that we see, to be out there risking our lives for free, but we're gonna do this till I die. We need more help. We need more people. We need more people to understand that this has to stop. The EDP has to stop. Most of the issues that we have out in the streets are with the EDPs. We already have to tangle with the gangs, like in the Corona shooting. We have to tangle with um, hardened criminals. Now we have to tangle with the EDPs. Where else can we go? And I find out one guy has a knife, you take him down, they'll let him go. They put him on a bus, they give him medication, they let him go the next day. He should be in a proper facility. But as, as my group here, we're all tired, um, but we still got to do this. Who else is going to do it? The, the crime has to stop. Thank you. What's your last name, Bruce? Carbonell. What's going it. C-A-R-B-O-N-E-L-L. Any further
1: questions? Right, uh, just a second, what Bruce said to say almost uh, every situation we deal with now has to do with the uh, reaction or actions of an emotionally disturbed person. All you have to do is if you have a police scanner, just listen to your average precinct. Doesn't necessarily have to be a high impact precinct, could be just a moderate level uh, precinct that has normal 911 calls, and just listen to how many calls are edp calls and you say most of them would not have to transpire would not have to exist look at the man who barricaded himself in up in harlem and basically was going to have a shootout with the police until he died and luckily they were able to extricate do their job without tremendous force and dealing with that every day the mayor remembers proposed to thrive that he would have mental health care experts who would respond to the 911 calls involving EDPs. I'm still waiting. He's got a few weeks left, thank God it will be gone. He never even set up a trial basis. I am a supporter of mental health care experts riding along in tandem with police on 911 calls. It makes common sense that if it's too aggressive of an issue, the police can step in. If it doesn't require police help, let the mental health care experts Deal with the emotionally disturbed person that the 911 call was about, and the police can be in the background should things get out of control. That's common sense, but there's no common sense in the de Blasio administration, none whatsoever. It's a lot of rhetoric. It's what we like to do through Thrive, but that's the one thing, day one, I get into office, Department of Investigation, subpoena the records, pull out the spreadsheets. We need to find where one and a quarter billion dollars went because it certainly didn't go to the care, the need, and the hospitalization and medication for emotionally disturbed persons. It can't cite one case in which they did that. Not one case in five years. All right. Thank you for coming here today. Thank you.